expansion pack podcast where we download this week content and bring it to you uh i am your host uh Goodmaster flex followed by one of my co-hosts uh chris ak may 25th if you want to introduce yourself go ahead how you doing people uh we are officially here sounds a sounds a person but you know we still don't bring you out of content anyways talk about this game we don't need everybody yeah, man. You know, Chris kind of broke the ice a little too much, so Denzel kind of had to take the break this week. But it's okay. We still got to deliver the gaming news. Uh, like gaming week, but before we get on to the topics, uh, of course, you know, we got to find out what we playing this week, right? Let the viewers know. Uh, you know, every time. Uh, what am I playing this week? Uh, uh, it's been a light gaming week for me, I'd say. Um, I've been catching up on a lot of TV and anime, which is kind of different it's been a while since i've been able to do that but gaming wise obviously destiny if y'all haven't watched the show before i always say that um a little bit of outriders and then um i kind of have gotten back into fallout 76 a little bit because uh, another thing is if you're, you're new to the channel or you're new to the the pod i've been talking about it for a while how i gotta like finish the game so i can start doing these uh these role play servers and stuff so I'm back in that. I spent a couple hours on that the other day, so I'm just trying to progress and get stronger. Nice. And then, um, yeah, that's about it. Aside from that, you know, a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, but that's not really like you know video gaming. Well, you know, hey man, they have a Yu-Gi-Oh game on the Xbox store, you know. Yeah, I know. I know uh, Silver City told me about that. <laughs> I know he definitely he always wants me to play Yu-Gi-Oh, and I hate playing Yu-Gi-Oh with him because he just his deck is broken and my deck is trash, and I don't play the game enough to build it. But uh, that's dope, yeah. Um, me personally, it's been a light gaming week as well. But I try to, uh, you know, play a little bit more of the Outriders because you know, of course, gotta let you guys know how I feel about the game. Um, but still, I haven't got really far about it. Um, as well as I uh, actually been taking a dive on Oddworld uh, Soulstorm that recently just came out on Ga- um, not Game Pass, PlayStation Plus on I think it was like the sixth of this month. So, I mean, you know, I only played like the first two levels. The game is. You know, it's not bad for a platformer. Uh, you know, we already know the first one that came out. Obviously, received a lot of great reviews and everything like that. So I just wanted to check out Soulstorm since it's free in the store. And um, yeah, it's it's not bad. I I you know been enjoying it so far. As Is well, that uh, like um, PlayStation's version of like Ori. Is that like their? I I mean, I guess you could say that because like it's a uh, it's a PlayStation exclusive for now. I think it's gonna come later to count on the Xbox later because I think the first mm-hmm. one on uh PS4 was time exclusive for like a year or so, and then they brought it to the PlayStation Store, not PlayStation, the Xbox Marketplace. But um yeah, this one's so far exclusive to PlayStation, and you know uh hopefully we'll see the Xbox end. You know I've been hearing a lot of great things about the game, so like I said, I definitely have to try it out also been playing warzone streamed that yesterday and uh nba 2k a little bit you know whooped isaiah on uh with, <laughs> <laughs> with the celtics and nuggets uh, but you know the first game was bad that you know we didn't catch on stream but um yeah so i would say that's it for this week for you know what i have been playing but of course you know what i'm saying even though we don't have the black eyes here 
we still got to, you know, continue with our icebreaker. So, you know, Chris, I let it, uh, let you wind it up, baby. Woo. Oh, man. You know what I'm happy about? The fact that the lighting and stuff is working a little bit better. So, like, it didn't get all blurry when I did the... Oh, man. All right. Hey, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Birdman hands. You need to have them, always. You do the ding, and then you pull out the Birdman hands. So, for the icebreaker this week, amongst us two, we've been talking a lot about adaptations. You know, a lot of movies becoming... A lot of video games becoming movies and so on and so forth. So I thought it would be cool this week to kind of reverse it because we don't really see it too much in the reverse. But the most part, it always seems like movies are the end game, right? Like, uh, you know, you get other sources of media and they become movies, books and video games and all this other stuff. But it's not that often that you see a movie come out and then a really good video game based on the movie follows it. From what I notice, it's normally a lot of like the uh, the the movies that are usually marketed towards children. So like superhero movies usually always have a, a, a video game. Like I'm pretty sure there was an Iron Man video game that came out. Do you know about it? Probably not. It probably was trash. <laughs> like most of them, most of them are not good. You know. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what's a movie that you think could work good as a video game that hasn't like been adapted in that way before yet? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of good movies out, of course. Um, you know, I haven't really watched movies as much lately, but I was thinking, you know, and this is going to be my pick. And, like, I know, you know, you're going to say Jurassic Park already has its own video game adaptations and everything <laughs> like that. But, like, imagine a Jurassic Park, like, modern day, like, adaptation of, like, a, like a horror game. Like, you know, Dino Crisis back then? Like, mm-hmm. that, you know, yeah. that Resident Evil with dinosaurs, basically. Like, I feel like... If, you know, Jurassic Park could somehow, like, you know, make that into a video game where it's just, like, you, you know, you're trapped into the world and, like, you have to escape and you got to, you know, do all these puzzles and you got to defend off uh, from all these dinosaurs and everything like that. You know, these raptors chasing you and everything like that. So I feel like if they could somehow, like, implement that into, like, an adaptation of just, like, that kind of horror game where, where like, you got to do puzzles and all that kind of stuff, I feel like it would be, like a dope game to like you know play nowadays because obviously you know we have resident evil being resident evil but you know zombies can get old of course you know like zombies i feel like it's just everything but i feel like we don't get that much for like dinosaurs and i feel like if they can just obviously pull it off i mean it could be an amazing game i hear that i definitely hear that um my damn you made my answer sound whack (laughs) <laughs> Yo, my bad. Yeah, I don't even want to say it. Um, so I don't even know if you've ever seen this movie before, but it's this movie called Crash from like ten, fifteen years ago. I want to say maybe it's 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 got some age on it. If you haven't seen nah. the movie, Goop, I don't know what's wrong with you. You need to start watching some movies. Watch Crash. Crash is good because it's one of those movies that's like. It's about social, like, society, and, you know, there's they touch on racism and prejudice and all that kind of stuff. But the movie follows several different characters from different backgrounds, and all their lives are kind of intertwining with one another, mm-hmm. and they don't really know it, but everything that happens is kind of like a domino effect with the other person. So, like, 
it, it's just wild when you get to the ending of the movie and you see like how everything kind of comes together. You're like, holy shit, that was bugged out. Um, I would love to see a Sims kind of game. All right, not the Sims because the Sims is a good basis for like a game like where you just get to be a person and it's an RPG. But in my opinion, I kind of think the Sims is like like there's a there's a cap on it. You know what I'm saying? Like they kind of like can't go past this level of silliness almost in a way, and it's hard to take the game serious in some respects. I wish there was a simulator game like that that was really like, all right, I get in the game and my character is going out into this world and the world is living and breathing and you go to work and you do all these things and things can happen that affect one character from the next. And then, like, I don't know if this has ever been done in a video game before, but imagine if you started a character, right, and then you created another character and then even though you're playing both of the characters separately shit happens somehow in the story where both characters shit connects. Mm. I'm like, yo, that would be kind of dope, man. And it's not necessarily a shooter. It ain't really like a a competitive game. It's more just like a simulator. It's a game where you go in to kind of like have a good time. And there's people of all types in there. There's social hubs. And there's like, you know, stuff to do, like missions and stuff like that. But it's really more about just like the experience of like, I go in this world I don't know what's going to happen. But what happens can affect me and everything else. Like, I think that's mad dope. And I wish, like, there'd be a game like that. That would, uh... Like, imagine Grand Theft Auto took that same engine mm-hmm. and, and kind of, like, did something like, oh, man, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Also, like, I, I get what you're trying to say. Like, you know, it's like the Sims where you create a character, you got your, you know... But then, like, it's like, are you talking about, like, it plays out, like, Rent the Fado, where it's, like, an open world, you do these missions and stuff like that? It's, it's an open world, and, like, you do your missions and all that stuff, but even within that, like, the missions are not, like, the priority of the game. Mm. Like, you know, like, how with Grand Theft Auto, you can do your missions, but you can also spend hours just, like, doing adventure stuff. Just, like, driving around and finding hidden things and starting trouble here and figuring out what this does and that does. I would make the game more based on that. So that way it's more of a thing where I'm just in this world with a bunch of other people who logged on and I could do something and it could affect everything else. I guess it's like a, game, a sandbox that would be the ultimate place for people to do role-playing stuff because yeah. it's really not based on anything competitive, but, man, that shit could be fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you talking about fire. like an MMO type of thing where it's like you got everybody around type of thing or is it just like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. It should be a lot of... You should have NPCs and shit like that too. Mm-hmm. But... Definitely a lot of different people on a server just, like, walking around and doing shit. Mm-hmm. And this person doing this one thing over here is going to affect everybody else in a way or vice versa or however you want to look at it. But yeah. then that could be really kind of, like, dope. It, it reminds me of, like, I remember I used to watch these, like, Arma videos where it was just, like, they modded and, like, you got, like, people trying to be, like, cops and robbers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, you, yeah. you get a role and then, like, Everybody kind of functions in their role around it. That would be so dope. Like, yo, we need a game like that now. <laughs> I think that's what they tried to do with Fallout 76. Because you know, like, how the game didn't launch with NPCs? Mm-hmm. And, like, the other players were supposed to be the NPCs. But, like, I don't know. They just didn't do it in the right way. Because when I first heard about that game, I'm like, yo, that's dope. I could go get on. And if I just want to be a vendor and I just want to be a person who goes in the game and collects things and sells it to other players, I can do that. Obviously, you play Fallout 76, yeah. it doesn't really play out like that. But, like, I swear to God, I think that was their vision with that. I really think that's what they were trying mm-hmm. to do. But 
Yeah, hopefully it'll probably be easy with this next generation hardware, uh, being able to have that much people on the server so you can, you know, be your vendor that you wanted to dream of. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, try so. definitely. Well, so diving into this week's topics, uh, I know we already mentioned a little bit of Resident Evil with, uh, you know, Icebreaker answer, but um, so we got news that we have a Resident Evil showcase happening this week, of course. Um, the Resident Evil showcase will be, you know, uh, heading on April 15th. Uh, let me see. It says 1800 Eastern. You know, if only I knew uh, military time like that. But uh, a 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so that's probably like 6 o'clock. And... Um, yeah, it looks like they're having another showcase. Um, a lot of rumors that they're going to show out another gameplay demo, uh, just like how in the first showcase they had in January that they showed the, the Little Maiden demo that was like the little prequel to, you know, um, of what to expect with the story. So, you know, it's pretty exciting news for Resident Evil fans, definitely. The game's less than a month away, and we already know that the, the other Resident Evil multiplayer game, uh, Reverse, is actually in open beta right now at the moment. So, um mm. Yeah, um, a lot to you know hope, hope for. It's this Thursday at six p.m. And um, yeah, um, what do you what do you think uh, or expect of this, uh, Chris? You know. <laughs> so before I even talk about the showcase, I need somebody to let me know: is this open beta for Reverse only on PC or something? Because if it's on Xbox, I'm gonna grab it. I gotta mm. show it some love because everybody's been talking shit. So like, I, I gotta at least try it so we can try to dispel some of the. Uh, the rumors well it looks like from you know this article i'm reading it's just that it's only in ps4 which i don't understand but like you know not even same... ps5 only ps4 yeah so like it says you know hence an open beta for ps4 players but i'm guessing That's you obviously can weird. still play you know via backward compatibility on xbox not xbox only playstation 5 so mm. I mean, yeah, sadly, you know, unless you have a PS4 or PS5, you probably wouldn't be able to dive into it. But, I mean, even so, I mean, you could just look up YouTube. If they even allow Twitch streamers to be able to stream it, you could probably look that up for gameplays on YouTube. But, um, you know, what mm-hmm. I'm hoping for is not, like, another flop like the January showcase. And what I mean by that is, like, I'm not saying it was a bad showcase in January, but it was just, like, too short for, you know, what they mm-hmm. hyped it up to be. Cause in the January showcase, it was only like 15 minutes. They showed a little bit of Resident Evil 5 gameplay. I'm not right, 5. Um, Resident Evil Village gameplay with, what is it called? Like, you know, just like a little gameplay trailer. And then the reverse trailer, which, you know, me and uh, Black Ice was like, eh, you know what I'm saying? Eh. <laughs> and, you know, that them hinting a little bit, but... You know, hopefully with this uh, showcase, we see a little bit more, like maybe we even discuss about a possible remake of Resident Evil 5, not 5, 4. Oh my goodness, I keep on getting my 4s and 5s and numbers mixed up. <laughs> but yeah, um, hopefully we get like a, you know, a Resident Evil 4 remake, you know, some news upon that, or, you know, yeah. maybe that animated series that they've been talking about that is going to Netflix. So yeah, like I said, if you, you yeah. know, April 15th, you know, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard, 6 p.m. Uh, East Coast time. So if y'all, you know, obviously want to watch it, definitely uh, even Good think about uh, if I could even get home in time from work, I can probably even do like a little stream with Denzel, possibly. But, hey. um, but I just hope they didn't overhype it, though, because I think that kind of shoots some of these guys in the foot. 
a little bit. Like, I don't know about you, but I always like it better when, like, they just announce that they're going to be saying something, but then they don't say nothing else besides that. Mm-hmm. I-, I like it way better that way because then, I don't know, I guess my expectations aren't set that high. But when they hype, 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 hype it, and then it doesn't hit how it's supposed to hit, I guess it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Because, I mean, the-, the best example recently is, what, Cyberpunk? Mm-hmm. Nothing, no, no game had more hype than Cyberpunk Definitely. coming out. That anthem, a couple other ones, and then when they don't hit, they don't hit. I I just like it better when people just kind of keep it hush. So I'm just hoping that they don't overdo it because I don't want them to burn this game out before it comes out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like just just let it let it do what it do, and don't don't overdo it. It's Resident Evil. I don't even think you have to hype it that much. It's Resident Evil, man. Like yeah, it's you know everybody knows about Resident Evil, and yeah. but you know from. What we've been hearing, it's not like Cyberpunk, though, where it's just been delays after delays, and then next thing you know, it's like, all right, it's finally going to come out, and then they delay it again. So, but, you know, like I said, hopefully this event isn't as overhyped, though, as, you know, the last one, because the last event was kind of disappointing, but, you know, that, like I said, you know, Resident Evil Showcase, definitely excited. And How long was the last one for? 15 minutes. Oh, that's it? Yeah, 15 minutes. Oh. I, I, I was at work watching on my phone. I'm out here, like, expecting, like, an hour or whatever. <laughs> but it was only 15 minutes. Excuse me, hit my mic. But, like, Damn. yeah, so wow. we're just, you know, hopefully this showcase doesn't flop like last one. You know, like, maybe a trailer from the new animated series or even more, you know, info. Hopefully, uh, you know, like I said earlier, Resident Evil 4 remake. That would be, like, honestly amazing. Uh, even if it yeah. don't come out this year, like, you know, just something to like, you know, just, you know, just tickle us. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, what What do I say? <laughs> for the record, y'all, Goop is the one asking to be tickled. I'm too gangster for that. I'll be getting tickled. All right. I don't do that. No. All right. Hey, so man. Just, just, just so y'all know. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe maybe we could find a way to took a Chris with a Resident Evil devil. Chill. <laughs> yeah. Chill. But, yeah. Uh, Ho- hopefully uh, they do release a devil though for that. But um, nah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of. I don't know if I've ever seen um, multiple demos come out for a game before the game release. I, I can't recall ever seeing that. Mm. So I mean, they definitely put a lot of stock into this. I just like I said, I just hope they don't overdo it yeah, before the I, game comes out. I remember they did announce it though that um like the first demo was a PS5 exclusive just to test out the engine and everything like that and just a little you know like a little prequel story but I believe they did uh, confirm there will be a second demo uh that will probably like you know showcase a little bit more of the gameplay because the first one was just more of like a technical aspect I, I believe but and this um, one was like combat and all that stuff I guess is in the second one yeah I believe so and okay. uh, so yeah well, you know high hopes for the game but you know. That ain't the only event that we have, uh, you know, talk about this week. But we also got a uh, little news on E3. You know what I'm saying? After, after a little disappointment last year of it being canceled due <sighs> to the COVID uh, pandemic, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, I mean, we finally got some names of who will be there. Um, you know, when it will be. You know, what to expect. And even, you know, I was reading the article too. Um, they're even talking about trying to do like a public event in uh 2022 which is you know a little crazy to think about but i mean with the covid vaccines passing around and everything like that 
I could definitely see it being something possible where it has like maybe not too much of a crowd like usual, but you know, just a little light numbers. But yeah, um, you know, with E3 coming out this year, we got, you know, the companies that are being featured is Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take Two Interactive, Warner Bro Games, and I'm I'm guessing that's pronounced Koch Media. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. But Koch Media. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, like a, a solid lineup, I would say, uh for, you know, what to expect from your regular E3 showcase. Um, you know, interesting enough, I was looking at this, um, I feel like there was a couple missing that, you know, is usually there. Um like who do you who do you think is missing that you Oh, sheesh, man. Yeah. Honestly, man, the number one uh, studio I kind of really wish had something up their sleeve for this year, honestly, was Rockstar. I mm-hmm. really, really wanted to see something from them. Um, I know everybody in their mama is waiting for uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, and I, I get it. I personally still don't expect that game to come out for at least another two years, maybe three. Yeah. So I'm not really expecting them to give us anything like that, but it's just something. I feel like Rockstar is such a big studio. It kind of pisses me off sometimes, like, how quiet they are in between games. I Like, I don't know. I wish they were a little bit more vocal with some of that stuff because they make people wait for a long time to get even a little bit of news. And it would just be really cool to see them one year just to kind of be like, nah, we going to come we up, coming out guns blazing. You know what I mean, we're not going to do this quiet stuff. This is what we're doing because they're just, they're never like that. You know, they're mm-hmm. never like that. Um, which I, I guess is a good thing too, because if you again, we were just talking about it. If if you don't overhype something, then it doesn't like put bad expectations in people's mouths. But still, though, it'd be feeling like that we'd be starving for any kind of rock star news. Like I would be happy even if they had something set up to say, "Oh, we got a bully remaster," or "We got a." We got this. We've been working on. Because I'd also like to see a new IP from them eventually at some point too. Like they can't just keep on resting on, uh, you know, Red Dead and, and Grand Theft Auto for the rest of their their lives. They got to come up with something new eventually too. So I don't know. I just wish it was them saying something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess I wish like you know some of the sports people were there too. So like EA or 2K or something like that would be nice to see. Yeah. But yeah, Rockstar is my number one pick <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we know, like, you know, EA and, you know, Sony as well, like, they've been, like, out of E3 for the last couple of years, too, which would probably, like, fall in line with the whole summer uh, games or the summer games festival, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It's happening as well. Um, But one company that was actually, you know, surprised to see not there or, like, one of the lists was Bethesda. Like, usually they have their own big showcase every year. And and I understand it's probably going to, like, somehow tie in with the Microsoft event, but... Yeah, I mean, Bethesda usually has, like, this big showcase every year, showcasing every game they got to put out, or as well, like, future games. So um, I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to play that out with um, the Xbox event as well, you know, because, you know, Xbox event is usually, like, an hour long, so, and the same thing yeah. with Bethesda. So I wonder if, that you know, it's going to be, like, some big, massive two-hour event or um, something like that, yeah, which is, you know, like I said, it's crazy. Um, they've been there for, like, I think, like, the last five, six years if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, definitely, definitely interested to see them not being there. Um, 
And yeah, like I said too, yeah. uh, with the whole summer games event, you know, I wonder how that's gonna fall in line as well. Because we know E3 is usually like beginning of the month of June, and how they have their thing. Like, you know, I wonder if there's gonna be like a little beef with each other. Like, imagine if they had like summer games <laughs> event the same week as E3, <laughs> like trying to be like, oh, we're we're better than you. So you know, <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I, I feel you. I think I definitely think I agree with the whole Bethesda being involved in Microsoft's thing mm-hmm. now. I can't see why Microsoft would want them to be at E3 showcase when they could save whatever they got for their own thing. Because, I don't know, it just feels like I think more and more as we move forward that E3, although like you'll have presence from Microsoft and all the people there, it's it's more to me coming off like the third-party showcase. Mm-hmm. So like the, the studios that are still making games for both consoles, the studios that are indie, the studios that are not tied down to any kind of loyalty or anything like that. I feel like this is starting to become their place to shine because mm-hmm. it, it's becoming a thing where Microsoft is just showing their own stuff on their own platform and same thing with Sony um, and some of the other stuff like EA and stuff pull out from these events too and just kind of do their own thing. I think Ubisoft did their own thing last year digitally and a couple other different ones. Um, and yeah, it's just that's kind of like where it seems like it's going. So now, I don't know if it'll be a two-hour Microsoft event. That seems like they're asking a lot of from people to do a two-hour yeah. event. But it's going to be jam-packed, I feel. Because, like, we ain't got no Bethesda news in, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like they they got to have to drop something, especially for Elder Scrolls. Let us know something. I think Microsoft this year has started off crazy for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if they're going to be like, you know, taking their foot off the gas pedal anytime soon. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that whatever Bethesda related showcase we're going to be getting will be tied into their event. There's no reason not to. Yeah, I definitely you know, agree. Like, why would you not do that? Um, but still, even within that, it's still kind of like nice to see that, you know, E3 is moving along, especially if we can get it back for next year. That'd be, mm-hmm. uh, man, that, that'd be redemption right there because. I still have night chills, um, because we didn't get to go. That shit hurt you, boy. But if we can go next year, I'm making it happen. I'm making it happen. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely hurt all of us in the DLC crew. We had this big old plane trip, and you know everything got canceled because of this one time <sighs> pandemic that happened to happen the year we're supposed to go. <laughs> but you know, it's whatever. If they do bring it back for 2022. Uh, you know, I definitely would be looking to, you know, hopefully trying to get into it, especially with the vaccine and everything like that passing around. So definitely willing to take my chances. <laughs> so here's a question I got for you, though, because it says something about they're trying to make it more like inclusive. Mm. Right. So, like, what did you what did you take from that statement? Because I didn't know if that meant a situation where they're trying to make it more inclusive to like developers and stuff to be able to showcase their stuff easier or if that meant that because it's digital, they're going to be trying to figure out a way to get more of us fans involved in what's going on. Like, what? What do you? What do you? What do you think that like means when they say that? Yeah, I know. I can see what you mean. It's like it could be like one of those situations where it's like, yeah, we, you know, back then E three, everybody used to be able to get their hands on the game, and and you know, even now with the showcase being virtual, it's like we really can't be able to like get our hands in the games like we used to before uh you know going to these events so it could be something where it's like you know maybe like these developers or these other media people just like get their little passes and like play the game online like in a streaming thing or 
you know, I mean, I remember I mentioned this before, but it's like, even if they like somehow include or somehow make a, like a exclusive pass where you can be able to buy and be like, okay, like here's your pass. You just need you to log into this thing at this day and this time. And you could just be able to play these games early. So that's what I kind of take from it. Um, you know, like I said, it's kind of hard to like do it all cause it's virtual and it's kind of like the first year, yeah. but you know, even so we just like, no matter what we, I'm still excited. Um, you know, even though, like I said, it won't be like the same as before where it's kind of like different now. It's all virtual. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, speaking of Microsoft, though, um, you know, with the Xbox event and the E3, we actually got some pretty decent news this week. Um, you know, starting off with even a Kojima game possibly coming in the Xbox platform, platform. <laughs> Which is very huge. Um, Kojima yeah. made Death Streaming exclusively on the PlayStation. Um, and I think that I even went on to PC uh, recently or is about to, if I'm not mistaken. But um, yeah, um, I believe uh, Jeff Grubb at VentureBeat uh, reported that Microsoft is currently in discussions with Kojima to publish his next game. And that he elaborates that he's not sure if this deal is uh, has yet been signed, but that discussions are absolutely taking place. And we know this is huge um, because, first of all, I know we were talking about uh, before the show how Microsoft doesn't have that Japanese game studio like, you know, Sony does. So, I mean, just even like... I know it's probably not going to be like, all right, Microsoft's going to buy Kojima. It's not going to be like that, probably. It's probably going to just be more like... You know, like a nice little exclusive, maybe a time exclusive, if anything. But, you know, they've been talking about it, possibly even like some like survivor horror game, which would be crazy because, you know, mm. we haven't really had like that survival horror. I mean, we had like the medium recently, but that wasn't more of like a triple A. That was I would say more like a, maybe like a double A type of, you know, exclusive game. But if we get like a triple A horror game from Kojima, we know that he was working on the silent hills game before um mm-hmm. you know so like it's definitely a possibility and i definitely would love to see that i mean what what do you think about it chris uh i think man it's pretty big man because again like you, you know you stated like the, the japanese market has been very hard for microsoft to kind of like dig into they've got a pretty good footing in the u.s but you know sony's been king over there since ever um so them even having these discussions now it's crazy man like i just said it like they did this year has started off crazy for microsoft and it just doesn't seem like they're kind of like taking their foot off the gas man Mm because like every couple weeks there's some new news coming out about how they got some new deal coming out or they got some new big game in game pass or this or that and it's just wild that we just keep on getting all this news and then not to sound like a you know a sony hater or anything like that but a lot of their news recently has not been the most positive Mm -hmm. so it's just it's crazy how they're doing things but i'm gonna tell you this much man they pull this off, and if the game actually hits, it's a big win for Microsoft, bro. Mm-hmm. Big because it just opens the door. And then, like, I had also read something recently too, and I don't know how much truthfulness there is to this. So, if you're watching this and I'm, this shit ends up being cat, just understand I was just reading an article and I, <laughs> I don't have no valid shit to this. But I was also reading something else, and there was like a rumor saying that they might even be looking into like buying uh, Square Enix, mm-hmm. which is also like humongous if they get their hands on them again that's another big time japanese related 
you know, entity, man. If they get their hands on Final Fantasies and all that mm-hmm. stuff, all the stuff that used to be like exclusively for, you know, the Sony platform, all that stuff is coming over to Xbox is just it's 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 crazy, man, to think about. Um, so you know, for that alone I think it's big. Uh for anybody who pays attention to how Phil Spencer kind of does his little his things now again this doesn't mean much because maybe he just at this point knows that we know so now he's just fucking with us maybe mm-hmm. i don't know what he's doing but generally uh people have noticed that when he ever some kind of deal is about to go down when you see on his shelf in his videos whatever he's put up there if you're paying attention he usually kind of like puts a hint up there because like there was one from way back where he had a, a, a xbox one s or series, series s, I'm s sorry. yeah and it was just sitting on this thing way before it was even a thing. And it was just, he always does this. So, long story short, Kojima's stuff is up on this thing now. And now people are like, ooh, oh man, this must really be a thing. So, I don't know if it's a game. I don't think he's buying Kojima. I don't think he's buying that. I don't mm-hmm. think he's doing anything crazy like that. But it's still, it's just big in terms of just opening that door. It seems like Sony has had their hand on a lot of stuff that Microsoft just hasn't been able to kind of, like, do. And now, man, that's... Mm-hmm. I mean, even the thought of just having it on Game Pass, too, because, like, if it's an Xbox exclusive, it yeah. has to be on Game Pass. It has right, to be. Right, Because, right. you know, we know Xbox has been on a roll with Game Pass titles, such as, you know, Outriders that recently just came out a couple of weeks ago, or actually just a week ago recording this but also even later this month and will be the show 21 coming uh game pass day one it's it's like you know microsoft they just know what they're doing they're pleasing their fans getting these titles that you know before we were just like known as the console that just you know only plays third-party games or whatever (laughs) and now we're just like out here pushing these exclusives as well as getting these games and game passes not even on like a microsoft you know like Microsoft Games List or whatever, like uh, I, I mean, even even the rumors of having Battlefield Six coming to Game Pass Day One is crazy because we already know Xbox, you know, has their partnership with uh, EA with EA Play being on a uh, uh, Game Pass add-on, Game Pass add-on. Yeah. So you know, there's even been rumors that Battlefield Six will be in Game Pass Day One, um, and even rumors that they might even have a battlefield event coming in uh early may or not early may but like the month of may which would be you know you know more gaming news you know that we would love to see yeah just to you know yeah man it's so bugged to me you know it's funny when you really look back at the timeline right remember Mm -hmm. when blockbusters was a thing and i don't even know if you was around for this but i know when i was little when I was little, I had to go to the store with my mom and beg her to rent a game for me. Mm-hmm. And then it came from that to the Red Box. And then, like, the Red Box took out Blockbusters and Hollywood Video completely. There is no more of them anymore. Red Box took over. And that was the deal. You go to the Red Box, you pick up a movie, and they got video games in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then, like, you think about this Game Pass bullshit. Like, man, they... The forward thinking, like, that's why I have to give them their clap, you know what I'm saying? Just because it's like, they laid groundwork mm. years ago for this to be where it is now, man. And it's just like, this year alone, and we're only in April, 
Dog, imagine if Halo actually hits later on this year, like how it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, like, dude, they have. Sorry, I'm gonna get a whole other tangent. <laughs> I'm gonna get a whole other tangent. It's just crazy to sit back and think about like what they're doing with Game Pass and how much fast success they're having with this. Mm-hmm. This ain't no shit that's like taken a decade to get hot. Nah, it's what Game Pass has been around for what, like two, three years? Yeah, or like probably but, maybe four years max, but like it's just now like getting its stride though. You know, it hasn't been even half a decade mm-hmm. for us to be saying it's just been it's here, but it's kind of getting there. Nah, man, this has been this ball's been rolling, bro. It's just it's wild to think about. Mm-hmm. Super super wild. I give them all the credit in the world, and uh, yeah, like you said, Battlefield Six, fam. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, we know, like, we were discussing on this in a Discord chat, too, where it was just like, we know PlayStation owns, like, the exclusive rights to some things in Call of Duty, and with Call of Duty being big with Warzone and all that kind of stuff, and how, like, they've been successful with that. And I was just imagining having Battlefield 6 as, like, you know, this big thing for Xbox. It was like, oh, when Battlefield 6 comes out, if you have a Game Pass, you can just download the game and play right away. And without even dropping like 60, 60, 70 bucks, which is like pretty much the the standard for games nowadays. And it's crazy to think because like, even with like MLB the show, like we were talking about last week is like PlayStation owners have to drop $70 while, you know, for us game pass users, like $70 is like half a year of like the game pass subscription. So like with just these two games alone, Outriders and MLB the show is like, all right, like we already saved two games or pretty much paid a year subscription of Game Pass with these two games that we got. So like, you know, just adding another one and not even including the exclusives coming out. We know uh, Halo's coming out later this year. Uh, hopefully another Forza and, you know, whatever Bethesda has to, you know, shoot out at us for their exclusive title for Microsoft. And, you know, it's just like definitely, they definitely been moving forward, but you know on the other side though sony feels like sometimes they've just been you know moving backwards with these news we've been hearing lately you know with the first of i'm gonna be the show being you know game pass day one and it's like playstation users just complaining even though they confirmed that it was mob's you know decision in the process but not only that but you know with even the latest news with the last of us remake um we got we got news that The Last of Us will be remade, you know, um, that Naughty Dog is taking care of it now, I believe. But, you know, even they had like their own little dispute in between each other with the visual art studios being, you know, feel like that Sony didn't really care about them. They're being underpaid and that they could even hire anybody to help them with it. And as well as like Days Gone 2 even being canceled, which is crazy to think about because like, you know, we even though it wasn't like successful in their eyes in the sense where it was like they wanted i think like the goal of eight million copies being sold um you know it was still a solid game uh you know people loved it they have their fan base and you know after the fan base heard about it being canceled they definitely heard a lot of crap from that but you know it's just crazy to think about like you know sony one time being this you know innovative studio creating all these new ips and everything like that and now i feel like they're just taking a step behind um what do you think about it uh, I, so here's where I struggle, right? Days Gone, like you said, pretty decent game, beautiful looking game. Mm-hmm. Should have gotten a sequel, in my opinion, but it gets capped because it didn't sell eight million copies. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
See, the thing about it is, like, it, I feel like there's no consistency when it comes to, like, how they handle that shit. Because how does that not get a sequel? But then Serious Sam, trash. This game is horrible. Mm-hmm. Has been around since, I think, the early 2000s is when the first one came out. The game makes absolutely no sense. The enemies you play against absolutely make no sense. The game is not a good game, but yet they somehow are still getting sequels. Because I think the fourth one just came out recently. Uh, maybe like at the very most a year or two ago, I want to say. So I'm just confused as to like how do games like this keep getting sequels? And I know these games didn't sell no eight million copies. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna tell me Serious Sam sold eight million copies. Yeah, a, a game that has some good legs doesn't. I, 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 you know what I mean? Like I don't see how some of that stuff adds up. I see a lot of games get sequels and shit that probably shouldn't get them. Yeah, you're talking about this game doesn't deserve one because it didn't sell eight million. I I don't get that. Um, with that being said, yeah, I agree. They take a lot of steps back. It seems, and uh, it's just not good. This is more and more uh, bad press for. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Sony, one, one thing I was confused about, I was like, out of all the games that Naughty Dog has. Why would you remaster Last of Us 1, which came out in 2014, when, like, you know, there's, like, a lot of older games that probably could have been, like, remastered that people would love to play, like... Jack and Daxter. Mm-hmm, Jack and he Daxter. Would, people would love to get a remaster Definitely. collection for that. No, you got Come games on, like man. that. You got Jack and Daxter. Even, like, even on the Naughty Dog side, you could remaster the first, you know, couple Uncharted, because, you know, those came out, mm-hmm. you know, 10-plus years ago. So I don't yeah, know why they even haven't took a crack at that, but you know, like you said, Jack and Dexter, the Sly Cooper franchise. I mean, there's a lot of games that definitely could be you know touched upon for the Last of Us remake, which is like you know, it's weird because like I know the TV show is coming out soon, um, and the Uncharted movie is coming out. I believe uh, that thing they hoped it for February 2022, but mm-hmm. like it just doesn't make sense to me. I just feel like. I don't know if this could be like a cash grab type of thing. It's like, oh, you want to watch the show? You know, how about you check out the game too that just came out remastered on, you know, PlayStation 5 with the yeah. new haptic feedback and this and, you know what I'm saying? But it, like, it's just, it's weird because like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, it's like Sony's usually known for being innovative and, you know, doing its new IPs like Horizon Zero Dawn, which they're making the Forbidden West sequel and the God of War, which we're getting the, um, the Ragnarok sequel as well. But like, you know, the fact that the shot down Days Gone, which, you know, doesn't even have a chance to have its second game. And we know, like, games like Uncharted, where the first one was, you know, first one was good, but, like, the second one was when really this franchise really shined out because mm-hmm. I think that game won Game of the Year, and it was just, like, an incredible game for its time. and definitely ahead of what it's done. And, you know, the fact that Days Gone 2 just... You know, not even getting a chance with this next-gen hardware, which, in my opinion, is not fair for them because now you just put them in a situation where it's like, okay, well, you're not getting a sequel, then what do we do? But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's not, you know, the only thing we heard about PlayStation that, you know, hasn't been the greatest news, but we also, you know, heard even Deathloop delayed again. It's September 14th, and... You know, we know that game was set to actually come out on May 21st, but, you know, this is definitely uh, another big delay. Um, There actually was originally supposed to come out with the next-gen console release of the PlayStation 5 of, uh, you know, last holiday season. But, I mean, the fact that, you know, it's getting delayed again to September uh, 14th is 
and that's like another four months which is in my opinion it's a little crazy you know what i'm saying yeah but it, it is it is like i don't get mad at them for the delays with this stuff though i think like i'm more concerned with them not not having a true answer for game pass or not you know, having their value be what it needs to be for their customers. To me, that's where I'm more worried about with Sony because I feel like the delays are on both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look how long Halo's been taking to come out. And that was also supposed to be a launch title. You know, like, it's just, man, this COVID shit, I'm going to kind of give people a pass in terms of the delays. Because, I mean, even when you really think about it, too, like how many games probably should have been delayed more than a year before they came out? People are even mm-hmm. saying that about Outriders, you know, because Outriders is having some major technical issues here and there people getting their whole character deleted with all their items and shit. That's a pretty major flaw. In Definitely for Looter Shooter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, so, like, I don't know. I kind of can't, like, hold that specifically against Sony. Um, But if we're just looking at the grand picture of things, it is another negative thing amongst <laughs> a bunch of other mm-hmm. negative things. So, yeah, no, it, it sucks, but everybody's kind of dealing with this. There's the delay on everything. Hell, there's even delays on the damn chips to make the cell phones. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna get mad at them for that. I think more devs should be doing this because a lot of devs, I think, just feel pressure to just crank a game out and then hit this deadline that they hit out. And again, I keep bringing up Biomutant because this is the best example. They didn't, they weren't gonna put this game out until they were ready to mm-hmm. put it out. And that's what I would like to see from more devs. I would be willing to give certain people more a year two years, whatever you need to make the game right, rather than you give me a game that's broken as fuck and it takes you maybe a year and a half to two years to even give us a couple patches mm-hmm. and then eventually just give up on the game because you can't fix it. Because that's that's what happens with a lot of games too. I don't want to see that. I would way rather the delays. So, eh, it sucks. It does suck, but it's. I think it's compounded to make it look worse just because all the other stuff that sucks. Yeah, and it's funny like you mentioned Cyberpunk. It's like Cyberpunk kind of set the standard of like releasing game nowadays, where it's just you don't want to set it to release the game where it's completely broken and unplayable. And I, you know, yeah. like you know, I agree with what you say. You know, take your time, complete the game, and you know, it it is unfortunate that this game is being delayed. And you know, for Xbox users, because it's a year actually that uh this game will be a timed exclusive for on playstation so like now it's like for us xbox users we gotta wait a little longer to get the game on xbox which i guarantee you this game is gonna be on game pass day one when it reaches xbox (laughs) especially since it's arcane studios which is you know you know part of zenimax that whole acquisition that we just had with bethesda and all that kind of stuff so yeah i mean that's that's the only reason why i'm kind of upset because i really don't want to play this game but i don't want to drop like 70 bucks when i can get it on game pass but yeah and then even like you mentioned the chip shortage too like i've been hearing a lot about that too where the sony playstation consoles are hard to hard to get nowadays because of the chip shortages you know thankfully i got my copy but you know i mean just very fortunate for Sony, you know, hopefully yeah. with the next couple of weeks or even in the summertime with E3 rolling and they have their own press conference. Hopefully we can get some positivity there or something. A game pass, yeah. you know, competitor or something. You know, it's funny, though, like there's a lot of um, a lot of silence from like I think Sony touched on the whole thing with the, the, the MLB, the show coming over to Xbox. They kind of mm-hmm. had to say something about that. But in general... This Xbox Game Pass momentum has been building for a few months now, I feel. And they haven't really spoken too much overtly 
about some of this stuff. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they're kind of like, well, we've already kind of proven that we know how to make good-ass exclusive games. And we know that these next games that are coming out, like, it's 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 going to be, they would have to try to make, Grand, not Grand Theft Auto, uh, God of War and, and, and Horizon suck. Like, if those games, would you'd have to deliberately try to make those games bad. Mm-hmm. So it almost feels like they're kind of like, well, I mean, it's nice and all that they're doing all this stuff, but until they come out with an ultra hitter exclusive, we ain't really got to worry about it. That's the kind of mm-hmm. the attitude I kind of get from them. Um, so it's funny, like even though we give all this praise to Game Pass and all this stuff, and I'm loving what they're doing, there still feels like there's a level of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cockiness, I guess. You yeah, say. I don't know. Trying. From over at Sony's side, because it's almost like y'all, y'all don't think that are y'all taking Xbox serious, serious, or y'all just like you know, like that's kind of what it feels like. Like they're looking at it like, well, all right, well, they're making a little noise, but whatever, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. You would have thought that, uh, not to say that Sony would be hitting a panic button, because I don't think it's that deep yet, but they would be looking at this shit and taking it a little bit more serious mm-hmm. in certain areas. So. I don't know. We'll see what happens with their next little announcement. See if it kind of gets anywhere. But it's very interesting to see. If you look back at this show later on when we rewatch it, look at how many times we mentioned. Well, it's gonna be on Game Pass. Oh, this is about to be on Game. Like dog, like like dead ass. Look mm-hmm. at the counter, and then you think about um, Godfall. Good example. Mm-hmm. Godfall came out for PlayStation Five exclusive, day one console release, bombed, bombed mm-hmm. hard, heavily. Now nobody's gonna go out and spend seventy bucks on this game, so they're gonna have to price chop it down to like thirty bucks, maybe less, just to get folks to buy it. When shit could kind of been on Game Pass though, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Could've... And if it was on Game Pass, even if it did bomb, it's on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know. We need to like get paid by somebody for the amount of advert that we do for Game Pass. <laughs> Yeah, I'm you know such I'm, a good value, bro. Like the deal is a, a deal. And if you're not mm-hmm. on it yet, you're like, like something wrong with you. Definitely. Uh, and I'm glad you mentioned Godfall because like you know, it's we could compare Godfall to Outriders, where it's like, you know, yeah, we were both yeah. iffy about, you know, the games. Godfall, you know, obviously had its little, you know, okay reviews, but you know, it's not a game to pick up right away for seventy dollars. That game could wait. Whereas like Outriders, you know, the game was, you know, got, kind of getting the same feedback where it was like, it's all right. You know, I would say wait on it until it's on sale. And the next thing you know, Microsoft announces that it's coming on Game Pass Day 1. And now we see how big it has, has been, uh, you know, a lot of great reviews saying that, you know, even though the game is cheesy, you know, it's still fun to play. And if you have Game Pass, definitely recommend it get it on Xbox. So, like, mm-hmm. we definitely see how, the benefits of Game Pass and, you know, how, you know, even though... PlayStation doesn't have one, and it's like you know they got games like Godfall. Where I think now it's actually like fifty percent off. I think on the PlayStation Store because mm-hmm. of like how bad it was when it first dropped. It's like you know PlayStation. I feel like that's why they they um, fear about dropping new IPs because of like stuff like that where you know where it could flop bad like Godfall or it doesn't sell and they have to like you know basically sell it cheaper later on in the future and. You know, that's probably what what happened with uh, Days Gone 2. They probably just, you know, 
they probably just had to just drop it because they felt like it wasn't going to be a hit like the, um or sell it as much as they like but yeah man it's, yeah. it's crazy to think about how that works how long how much longer do you think it is before like they just keep pushing people to another ecosystem because like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm sorry man i don't care what nobody says i think back in the ps4 era and the uh, xbox one era the Sony loyalists were like still kind of firm, like you still kind of kind of shake them. You know what I mean? Like you tell mm-hmm. them, "Yo, you need to come over here," and they still be like, "Ah, but you know, I'm still kind of you know." Nowadays, the most common thing I think I hear from PlayStation folks, a lot of them will admit, "Yo, it it kind of does make sense to kind of make the switch," mm-hmm. but most of the ones that don't always kind of say, "Well, everybody I play with is over here," mm-hmm. so that's the only reason why I don't want to switch yet. But if I could bring all my folks and stuff like that with me, I probably would. That tells me, once crossplay is way more mainstream across video games, that, I don't know, man. I don't want to say that they're going to win the war because that might put them, I might jinx it, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say after that. Like, where there is no, aside from maybe the exclusive game argument, which really is kind of dying more and more every day, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're, you're literally fighting the fact that this is a good value. Yeah. And at that point, <laughs> I don't want to argue with you. You could die on that hill. You can do what you want to do. I don't care, bro. Like, I know what the smart decision is. So Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, fortunately, all my boys on Xbox. So, you know, I don't have to worry about yeah. that aspect. But, yeah, I mean, even so, if you're just like a solo player who doesn't have friends, you know, I feel sorry for you if you don't. But, um, you know, if you're choosing between the Xbox or a PlayStation, you know, value-wise, Xbox is definitely the way to go. I mean, the consoles are the same price, uh, basically, unless you get the digital edition of the PlayStation. But even so, it's like, if you want to get a PlayStation exclusive game, you got to drop $70. Whereas Xbox, you know, all the exclusives, Game Pass, a year is like around 150 170 if I'm not mistaken, which is like around three AAA title games, which we already got. So, like, you yeah. definitely see, you know... You know where to go if you want to look for games practically absolutely absolutely but yeah well mm-hmm. this will uh definitely wrap up this week's episode of the podcast um you know before we go of course we uh uh chris let the people know where they can find you well as always y'all i'm on everything at m-a-y two five t-h X X right. on everything. Oh, yeah, don't try to cut me off. No, I, I was gonna say. X, I was I'll gonna be. say. You can't hold forget on, it. You can't forget. On. You can't forget. I was gonna say. People, I'll be on Gmail. Pet Pie Boy. I don't care if you're in Korea. Pet Pie Boy. Don't be trying to like do no crazy stuff, but just pet pal me. That's it. All right. Yeah, you know, definitely. Hopefully, we'll get a, a pen pally sometime in these next couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, you can definitely find me on Instagram, Twitter, um, Twitch, Goomaster Flex on Twitch. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is Goomaster Flex underscore uh, TTV. And I think Twitter is actually just Goomaster Flex underscore. Um, you know, hit, hit up my DMs if you guys want to say anything, got any suggestions, let me know. I'm definitely down to talk. An Xbox, Good Master Flex. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do. You know what I'm saying? We gotta, we gotta build a community. Yeah. But yeah. you know, other, good. other than that, you know, thanks for watching, listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>